All right, so we've got this new hit character. This little blue hedgehog that goes really fast. What do we do with it? Well, you know, we should probably make a make a cartoon. Well, well, hey. Hey there, boss man. Why stop at one? This is a tale of two Sonics, the story of the car Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon series, plural. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to your new favorite show, The More You Nerd. My name is Drew, and we are here to talk about one, and maybe a little two, Sonic the Hedgehog cartoons, because I made someone else do that. Miles, how are you, man? We're doing all right. I am uh, well-rested after a nice long vacation. Um, which, uh, along with your um, not foreseen vacation, uh, <laughs> had made August a little bit of a bust uh, in terms of our theme. So we'll definitely come back to the uh, animated video game adaptations uh, in the future because we didn't get to do really any of the ones that we wanted to do. Yeah, it uh, happened. Inclu including ones that like we really wanted to check out or have a reason to check out, which at this point means I'm probably going to watch it on my own <laughs> um, because I really wanted to watch Arcane. <laughs> it was, yeah, Arcane nice was on the list, so now I haven't seen Arcane. Oh, well, but oh, don't worry. We've replaced it with something way cooler Two different. We didn't replace it. We were going to build up to it. <laughs> we were going to go decade by decade and kind of see how the world was treating uh, animated adaptations. But this is where uh, we have kind of some interesting things to take place with our uh blue uh our our blue bomber our uh our uh what what other what other names did sonic have i don't remember <laughs> um blue bomber no but the blue blur blue, blue bomber blur. is Mega man oh yeah good call um sonic i mean we've talked a little bit about him before when we did our spinball episode but sonic was something that really you cannot under oh you can't overstate how much sonic specifically changed the landscape i mean it put sega in direct competition with nintendo for the first time and saw them succeed over nintendo for the first time and i mean honestly at some point we're probably gonna do some sort of documentary month and i can make drew watch console wars because it's a really good documentary i've already seen it bro I've already seen it <laughs> and i mean i've been trying to get him to watch it for years and he just won't do it and i mean i've, I've uh, seen but yeah, it but i, I, if I you texted have, you if the you entire have, time i was watching it yeah you did um <laughs> paramount plus still is the exclusive place to get console wars i think maybe you can purchase it i'm not sure i, I don't know i highly highly recommend it but sonic was exploding at this time so of course like everything that was popular to, to kids you either made a cartoon or at least the very least a toy line um which sometimes would have been a cartoon if smarter heads uh had not prevailed aliens um 
Yeah, the reason that <laughs> 90s uh, toy line came out was because they were tossing around the idea of a cartoon, um, which would have been just wild. What a because it. Would have loved it. I had a I, bunch I of I would have absolutely toys. loved it too. Had it been in the eighties, because like the eighties is when they were like kind of adapting this R-rated material, like Robocop and Rambo and and stuff like that. I'm kind of curious how the nineties would have done it. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna say, if you are unfamiliar with the Aliens toy line, um, go just Google Aliens Bishop action figure. And you will get an absolute, uh, absolute like idea of what this toy line was was set up to do. I think it was really I mean. It wasn't just kids, it was really towards like your older, your like kind of tweens and even some teen collectors, because this it, that was a pretty adult line. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I remember the I, commercials. I had the bull alien uh, toy mm-hmm. and I had the Me alien too. queen toy. And I was a kid. I didn't I had not seen these movies. <laughs> I, I don't know. know. I, the, I know. I think I had the scorpion. That was the one that exploded, right? I can't remember. I know the alien queen had a little like a uh, little uh, like a uh, um, Nike pump action thing in the yeah, back of its head. That's right. That you could squeeze and it would force the little second mouth out. Why did they let yeah, us play I, with this? What was, what was wrong <laughs> with our parents? And the commercial was like, aliens, send in the Marines. Um yeah, it was the 90s were just an absolute wild time, like looking back, which is, I think, why I'm so fond of it, because it was just such, such a a weird and wonderful like period in terms of like being a kid and growing up with with the stuff they were feeding you, uh, sometimes literally. Well, so, so, and, uh, and so, Sonic is interesting because not only did we get and it was similar to Mario because Mario had like three or four iterations of a cartoon. But with Sonic, we had two very different flavors around the same time. They both started airing. I was incorrect in this because I was uh, when we were pre- uh, previewing this uh, a couple weeks ago. I thought that one stopped and the other began. No, both of these cartoons were airing at the same time. Now, one was the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog and the other was Sonic the Hedgehog. And let's get into a little bit of some of the differences. Now, we said we were going to do Sonic the Hedgehog, which was the more serious cartoon, the the one that had more story to it, um, which I kind of I kind of like because that is the one that I was much less familiar with. But Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog aired slightly earlier. It was a super campy uh almost you know like basically um, imagine a roadrunner wily e. coyote cartoon if the roadrunner had the voice of jaleel white um and that's kind of what you're looking at well you have a whole cast of characters and 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 things like that 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 pop up tails is also in this is is sonic sidekick as they're just sort of doing extremely cartoony zany things uh robotnik has a couple of 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 bad robots called scratch and grounder which are based off of of you know enemies from the sonic games the 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 music is more based off of the sonic games music um but it is also much poorer quality animation uh and if you look at that, this this is a series that had 65 episodes because it aired daily. Now, you, tr- you it was one off episodes. You know, you didn't really have a ton of, you know, cr- uh, ton of story elements and things like that. Now, 
you you flash over to the other show that was airing at the same time again these shows came on at the same time uh this was sonic the hedgehog which was a very sort of serious show jaleel white was also sonic the hedgehog in this although the rest of the cast of characters was completely different voices Uh, and that's where we're kind of gonna begin talking about this show um because I'll be honest, I, I didn't watch this show growing up, Miles. I'm, I guess you fell more on the this show than the adventures camp. Yes, um, I mean, I, I remember seeing both shows. Uh, the one I would sit down and watch was Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, adventures of Sonic just felt like a. Little kid show and and not even that, it felt like a little kid show in the worst way. For me, oh, I didn't I, see. I, mm, I still like. The, I know I still you like love adventures. it so much. I still like adventures um, more than more than this one. Uh, just absolute madness. <laughs> um, but but adventures definitely felt a little more akin to what they were doing in the Archie comics before they kind of consolidated and took more of the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon. <laughs> The title, cartoon titled Sonic the Hedgehog route uh, with Sonic. Uh, the initial comics were very zany and silly. Uh, I I also feel like the the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon not not only being a little bit more serious, a little darker and, and darker should be. In quotes, in quotation marks, it's darker. It's not like it. This is, you know. Zack Snyder's Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, in comparison to Adventures, it kind of is, but I see sure, what, but I see what that, you mean. But that's, that's, that's not really a fair comparison. I mean, that's like comparison, comparing Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island with a pup named Scooby-Doo. Like, it's just, it, they're two different things. So, uh, so from yeah. the same, from the same, you know, cloth. What's cool to me is while Sonic the Hedgehog doesn't use the, the theme song cues that, the adventure of Sonic does, I feel like it feels more of an adaptation of the game. I don't know that I agree with that because I think, well, so let's talk. So let's talk about the way this show is set up and I will talk about how I feel like this is not a great adaptation of a Sonic game, but I feel like later Sonic adaptation, Sonic games were better adaptations of this kind of story because I, I don't know if if you think about the way the worlds in the first two games are composed. I mean, while there's no like specific narrative in the same way, there's no specific narrative in the first several Mario games. I mean, there's there's cues. I mean, if you take the idea that like, you know, like when you knock out your enemies in the level and at the very end, you free them all because you have basically unrobotized them. That happens in this cartoon. Sure. sure. So Robotnik so, taking over this this forest and implementing, uh, you know, biomechanical stuff into the land is is also in this cartoon. I, I I'm not saying it's a direct adaptation, but I think this is closer to what the game might have been going for. All right. So let's talk about the show and we'll talk. We'll talk about that because I, I think that there are weirdly closer ties in adventures than there are in this show. 
And I'm not saying that, but I think part of this is because both of these shows shared a similar production Bible. The production Bible of both shows was written at the same time by the same people. (laughs) And it's just like two sides of the coin to do this. So whereas Adventures is uh, a very, very slapstick, very zany, very high speed, goofy, silly. This is very serious. You have a team of freedom fighters from a a forest hideaway they call Knothole that are going up against Dr. Robotnik and they are trying to defeat his SWAT bots and dis- and they're destroying factories and they're blowing things up and they're getting captured and and having to rescue people and you have in the very first episode that we watched a prisoner of war who we literally don't see again. He does not show up another time, at least in what we watched, which is just like, that means that guy died for the cause. This is what I mean when I say this show is darker. I mean, we also have like, I mean, you say it's like, you're making it sound da- dour. This show still has Sonic being Sonic and Kraken jokes, uh, which <laughs> I don't know why it made me laugh so so hard. <laughs> but when when Sally tells Sonic have patience, he goes, "Patients are for hospitals." <laughs> yeah, a, I mean that's a good joke. And, this and, show's got jokes. <laughs> and, and and again, I think that credit. And this is this is again both of the shows that we watched, as well as a number of other Sonic shows up until fairly recently. Wasn't he left. also in the games as well? Uh, that is something I meant to look up, which I'm going to do in the second we get a gap. Um, Jaleel White. Yes. Steve Urkel of Family Matters fame <laughs> was the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog for years. Um, he is the voice of Sonic and I'm just going to search on his Wikipedia page for Sonic. Uh, he was the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog in both this and Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. He was also... Uh, in Sonic, Sonic Underground. Sonic Underground. Um, I don't know if he was in any of the games. Because I, I, I could have sworn he played Sonic for longer, but maybe I don't see maybe him I, in the games. But again, Sonic Underground is a show that wasn't until. 1999, so, you know, same decade, but but several years later, Um but he he was basically the voice of Sonic for so long. And you can hear and it's it's also interesting that these shows, again, made at the same time. But you have both very similar and very different takes on the same character coming out of 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 Jaleel White. And it's very interesting. That's right. They did that. Um, there was a CGI short film that came out in 2013. Mm. And Jaleel White was also the voice of Sonic in that. I would have liked for him to cameo in uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. But, uh, I, I would, too, because I'm not going to lie. Like. Yes, I mean, I, everyone knows him as Urkel, but. His voice as Sonic is like when I would read the comics, even to this day, I've got I've got the Sonic Mega Man crossover. I read it in his voice. Yeah, me too. And even when you have like his voice in games, it's always someone who sounds like they're kind of doing a Jaleel White, even. And while he does his own performance, for sure, he is 100 percent Ben Schwartz. But that the mannerisms of Sonic, I still feel were based off of what Jaleel White did. And Ben Schwartz is a guy who would have been watching this oh. cartoon. <laughs> no, no one is happier 
that Ben Schwartz is Sonic than Ben Schwartz. I, I mean, feel ben, like Ben Schwartz like, is, is our age, I believe. Yeah, I mean, he's. Oh, I mean, I love him anyway, but like he is so good as Sonic. I'm happy to have him. Um, I, I just I, I, I would have liked and, and maybe they they've just confirmed Sonic the Hedgehog three. So maybe we'll get a Jaleel White cameo. Uh, Jaleel and Sonic three, please. I'm 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 into that. Let's do it. Uh, let's start that campaign right now. Uh, so anyway, but where so uh, other parts of the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon, this is the problem is both of these. <laughs> I want to call one Sonic one and one Sonic two, but that doesn't make any sense because there there are games that have that name as well. So the the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon series also features a lot of other things that we come to know from the games, and this is the first time that we. Like, obviously, you, by, by the, and I should say, by the time that both of these shows came out, the the material that they're drawing from is Sonic the Hedgehog 1, Sonic 2, and the Sonic Game Gear game. Um, th- during the times that these things came out, uh, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine and Sonic Spinball both came out. And in fact, Sonic Spinball is apparently heavily influenced by the design and style of this show that we're talking about, which is which is pretty interesting. Um, but you, so so you've got Sonic, you've got his his Tails is a part of this show, but Tails is also like a little kid in a way that I yeah. I don't particularly enjoy personally. Um, I feel I, like he's always been portrayed as a little kid, though. Yeah, I mean, but, even even in Adventures of Sonic, he's a little kid and, and and Sonic calls him kiddo in that, which is something that I did not remember. But I still think of Sonic as, or I still think of Tails as like Sonic's bro, Sonic's partner. And he's barely in, kind of like how he is in the in the live action Sonic, too. Yes. And, and in the games, you know, I mean, in Sonic 2, Tails is always there running around with. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like he like had a characterization. <laughs> sure. Um. And that's really also the problem with these games is that Sonic 1 and Sonic 2, there's really no characterization of what's going on in this world that they tell you in the game. You kind of just have to know. (laughs) And uh, I mean, manuals, manuals told you everything. Sure. We we had a whole thing about that with with uh, your your Zelda games. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there was 10 pages of narrative. For Zelda 2, the adventure of Link. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, so so but you've got a number of other characters like Princess Sally, um, who is a princess of something. We don't really learn that in the couple of episodes, but she is Sonic's love interest. This is pre Amy. Amy does not exist yet. Um, and uh, she is sort of the leader of the Freedom Fighters. She is looking for her missing father, presumably the king. Uh, and she is also kind of a techno genius. She's got a computer named Nicole that she plugs into stuff. And, uh, uh, you know, there's a, a lot focused on 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 Sally and Sonic working together. Uh, you've got Bunny, uh, which is a super clever name for the rabbit character, Bunny, um, who is part roboticized. So this is the other thing. If you if you go back to the old Sonic games, uh, Every time you defeat a robot, you see a little tiny creature, a little tiny animal pop out of it. It's because uh, Robotnik has turned the 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 animals into power sources for his robots. And you're destroying the robots to free the the animals. Uh, and this is Bunny is a character that is 
part roboticized, meaning she's got like a robot robot leg. She's got a robot arm that's super strong uh, and uh, and going on from there. Uh, we've got uh, Antoine Depardieu. <sighs> Ant, voiced by Rob Paulson, a great, uh, great voice actor who is a uh, cowardly French coyote. Uh, and you've got a number of other characters that that, you know, we can get into if they come up. Um, Miles, how do you feel about this cast of characters? Um, I mean, I'm a fan. Uh, I, I, I dislike that some people have because I, 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 I did not pick up that Bunny was roboticized. I thought she was just had used robo robot parts because she lost those limbs. Um, I didn't like the fact that there was a cat character named Cat. Well, Cat is the prisoner of war, and we never see him again after the first episode. Yeah. So you know, um, rest in power, Cat. <laughs> rest in power. <laughs> I um I love the walrus. <laughs> the walrus, whose name is Rotor, uh, he is great. I think he's the best vocal performance of this entire show. He's he he he's fan fantastic. Um, so what's interesting about Sally is Sally does have like a little bit of a connection because in the Sonic the Hedgehog CD and for Sega CD. Amy Rose is named Princess Sally. Interesting. So initially it was done to support the Sonic the Hedgehog TV series, even though later versions called her Amy. So they they kind of share. It's kind of like, you know, you had Daisy and Peach and uh, Pauline, like you had all these princesses who initially seemed like the same person, but they weren't, you know. Um, and. Sally appears in the Adventures of Sonic. Does she? So, yeah. And uh, there is an episode where she like is she's still a princess. And I think she even talks about being Sonic's girlfriend. And uh, I, I, I want to say it's like a Christmas episode or something. Um, so, so this is another thing that I was looking up and finding out that the 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 shows like do reference each other very, very briefly. Uh, well, I should say adventures references not on screen, but off screen. They say that, Oh yeah, this is what's happening when we're, you know, in, in the city trying to help out. But the other times this is just when tales and I are going around the rest of the, of the planet. <laughs> it's like, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 very weird. Um, I like I said, I drew asked me to watch one episode of Adventures of Sonic and I just I just couldn't vibe with it. Sometimes shows like that work for me. Sometimes they don't. But I and honestly, even Sonic the Hedgehog, it feels very much every second of its runtime. For whatever reason, both these shows feel like they're an hour long. So so I, I will give you that. So the one thing, and, and again, I mentioned that Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, much lower quality animation. There's a lot more going on in Sonic the Hedgehog versus Adventures of Sonic. There's a the backgrounds are higher quality, the character animation is higher quality, the stories are obviously there's a lot more going on in them than the the sort of goofy slapstick. But as part of that, there's a trade-off. There were only ever 26 episodes of this show. 13 and 13 uh in, in two different seasons versus the full 65 of the other show and and uh, you know that that that's 
I don't know how you do that because it's Deke. The company Deke was making both of these things. I, I, I really feel like they were trying to reach two different audiences with the same character. And one felt very much like your generic cartoon of the time, even with its tacked on Sonic Says segments. Uh, you will not speak poorly about Sonic Says, Miles. Yes, I will. You will Just not because you enjoyed them because they are objectively hilarious <laughs> does not make them quality. We um, only watched one episode of The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, and it ends look, some with... of them will live rent-free in your head forever. I will never, <laughs> to, till my dying day, forget that the time that Captain Lou Albano as Mario said that if you did drugs, you would burn in hell <laughs> on a PS day in Saturday morning cartoons. Did you ever see this? I don't think I saw that, but I will look that up. I will after send this to recording. you when we're done recording. Yes. It is the most surreal thing. And I, I mean, it was the late eighties. Everyone seemed to be cool with it. Um, I will never forget it. It, 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 it wasn't even that it, that it traumatized me. I'm just like, what is happening? What did Mario just say? So so this is where I want to compare these two shows to the games, because I think that there are things that we can pull from both that. Like they're weirdly kind of equally uh, ref referential to the games, but in very different ways. And I know you're not ready to hear this, Miles, but I'll tell you. So at Sonic the Hedgehog, the Robotnik being evil, turning turning animals into to robots, turning creatures into robots and doing those things that is all pulled straight from the games or at least the lore of the games. Yes. Checkbox. But on the other side, this show is like dilapidated. It's all dilapidated, like uh, bombed out structures and like in the first episode there's a 200 year old prison that's all like mossed over and things like that and none of the none of the the, the backgrounds to me feel like a sonic game whereas you pop over to adventures of sonic you have the bright colorful super fast moving sonic the hedgehog sort of vignettes that i feel like you you see more of that there than you do in i I disagree only because that bright, colorful vignette is Green Hill Zone. Most of his other places look closer to Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't know. I, I didn't get that from what we watched. I didn't get that from what we watched. I mean, but, just you look know. at a list of the zones like they have like infographics like you can see a lot of them. And it's like, oh, yeah, these are these are cyberpunk wastelands. Um, when it comes to characters, obviously, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog has sonic and tails as the two main characters which are <laughs> the only two characters that we know at this point however i will say that and i think that because of this show and its story bible the stuff that came out with heat with this and ended up going into comics and all sorts of things laid the foundation for every sonic game and cast of characters moving forward though there seems to be some sort of a reboot of of things that happened at some point, you know, you mentioned uh, Sally versus Amy uh, in, and obviously I think Sonic Adventure, the Dreamcast game really did was a kind of a universe reboot for a lot of stuff in the Sonic oh, franchise. Yeah. I mean, because that definitely introduced like introduced 
everyone to the entire cast. And there were some people people weren't that familiar with. I mean, really, people. Is that Amy's first proper game? Like, I know she's technically in Sonic CD, depending on the version you played. But I believe that's Amy's first game, isn't it? Because there was no Sonic 4. It's the first one that I remember seeing her in. But it's also I didn't play Sonic CD. Um, so I can't so good. I can't say that um, to, you know. Uh, I don't have to look that up. Amy has been in so many games since then that it's right. <laughs> it's hard to. Because she was always always the one that had like a gun or something that she or she shot something, I feel like. Oh, Shadow, I think. I mean, Shadow had the gun, but I thought Amy had some sort of like Ray or, or something. I don't know. It would uh, take maybe too, I'm misremembering. It would take too long to figure it out. What is interesting to me, though, is Dr. Robotnik. Um, Dr. Robotnik, I think his personality is probably closer to what I would expect Robotnik's personality to be in Sonic the Hedgehog. Odd, uh, voiced by Jim Cummings in Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, Optimus Prime, uh, as well as many other characters. Oddly, they call him Dr. Julian Robotnik in this show. Yeah. Where in Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, he is known as Dr. Ivo Robotnik. Said out loud in the episode that we watched, which is Ivo Robotnik is his his, uh, uh, you know, can't canonical name. Um, weirdly, though, and this is something I was not expecting because I did not remember this from this. They they I remember playing Sonic Adventure and all of the characters suddenly calling Dr. Robotnik Eggman for mm-hmm. the first time. Do you remember that, Miles? Yep. And and that was something I did not just I didn't get that didn't understand it. Uh, because, but in in Japan he's been Eggman the entire time, uh, and that was just when they decided to make that that crossover. Uh, Sonic calls Robotnik Egg Belly multiple times in Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. And I feel like he always calls him Robotnik in Robotnik, any version. Robotnik shows up in both versions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think that's a, a Sonic staple. Um, and, and also just the, the bad guys seem more like Sonic game bad guys in adventures than they do in in Sonic the Hedgehog, just because the the uh, uh, the SWAT bots feel unlike anything we see in the games. They're cool designs but they just don't uh, feel like anything that you actually see. I don't know. I mean, I, I definitely agree that 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 uh, adventures does uh, the both um, of the henchmen guys are certainly based off of enemies in the first game. I, but I've swap bots. I mean, yes, the, I, I don't know if they ever actually appear in a game, but things like them do, especially when you get into like three and, and, and knuckles and Sonic CD uh especially sonic cd because you had like metal sonic and that one really seemed very in tune with the show yeah so let me talk about metal sonic because in this show uh in the in the third episode that we watched we meet sonic's roboticized uncle chuck uncle chuck who by the way is who taught sonic the hedgehog how to love to, to love chili dogs chili dogs is an invention of these shows, the story Bible for these shows. I don't know if chili dogs show up in Sonic the Hedgehog, but they definitely do in adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, and that is a, that's an invention of this show that still sticks around even to this day. 
in these shows or in these these shows and movies. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Am, am I right about that? That uh, the uh, two dogs. Yeah, that that uh, they show yeah, I mean, up as, in, as far in as the, I know, that, that that is a a staple throughout throughout the entire franchise, including, I believe, the movies. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, Ben Schwartz Sonic uh, talks about chili dogs when he is is doing his thing. Um, and this is, I guess what I'm saying, like I, where I feel like Adventures of Sonic is closer to the games as they were then. Sonic the Hedgehog is closer to the games as they would become um, larger cast of characters. Oh, and and I, I was I forgot uh, Uncle Chuck that we're talking about. You look at Uncle Chuck. He is designed very, very close to the way that Metal Sonic from Sonic CD is designed. Different oh, colors. 100 percent. And even, even the way the eyes, the eyes work um, uh, just gets right back into it. I'm I'm a big fan of just kind of everything they do, at least narratively inside the Hedgehog. I mean, I think I think the problem with that that show can be that it's a show that needs to move forward. And the three episodes we watched did feel like everything was happening in the same place. And it's like Sonic and Sally break into the same factory again. Yes. And there there needs to be a and I know there is like I've seen I've seen plenty of episodes of the show. I know there is variation. But these first three episodes and this this also could be in the fact that back in the day, your first three episodes were often packaged as the movie on VHS. So they, they could put them out at your blockbuster or sell them at, at uh, any VHS store. And so that that could be something to do with why the first three episodes feel very much the same. Well, and, and conversely, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, as you watch it, as it appears on Amazon, both of these shows are on Amazon Prime, by the way, so that you can go and and watch them. You like most Sonic shows are. I would I would not be surprised. But uh, the first episode in release order of Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog is a clip show that is actually the 23rd episode of Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog that they yeah, created. Yeah, it, it was it was very disconcerting. <laughs> it was a little a little odd. Um So, yeah. Um All right, sorry, just trying to land this plane. It is it, it is just it's interesting they they did 26 episodes of Adventures of Sonic and they really got through a lot of actual story content. Um, but but Miles, I will say, I you know, to, to bring this to, to sort of a personal connection. Yeah, I watched Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog because I would wake up and this would be on TV before I went to school. And when I was in elementary school and I woke up at like six or six thirty willingly, oh, Lord, help me. Um <laughs> That was when certain shows would come on. This is when I watched Transformers. This is when I watched the Super Mario Brothers Super Show and later Super Mario World, which would have been about when this happened. Uh, the, the like this is when Captain in the Game Master, all of these shows were 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 in that sort of morning block for me. And the other Sonic show I'm not sure I knew exactly where it was on. Weirdly, I know I've seen an episode because I know the theme song. 
it, pretty it, sure they were on ABC. I feel like I feel like I watched it on USA Network or something. But like I knew- I would not be surprised if they showed up there as well. Because I, I remember seeing like Sonic, he can really move. Sonic, he's got attitude. Sonic, he's the fastest thing alive. Like that's a decent theme song. And I know it's a great it. theme song. I know it, despite the fact that I've only ever seen like an episode and a half of this show before today. Um, and of course, not realizing that it was airing at exactly the same time as the other Sonic show that I watched. Um Weirdly, there's only one shared voice between the two that I can find, and that is that Sonic himself with Jaleel White. Everything, everybody else seems to be voiced by by a different uh, performer, which is just wild. I don't know. It's funny because I I definitely feel like my my encounters with Sonic had to have been on the weekends because when I was of the of what I was of the age of of watching things in '93. Uh, every weekday morning was Fox because of Power Rangers. See, because Fox it, it, it came that? on, at, I think, 7 a.m. And we were leaving for school by the end of the episode. So it was that, perfect that was, for me to eat my breakfast and then get going. Power Rangers was afternoons for me. Interesting. Because it, it was Fox Kids. It was it was the the origin of Fox Kids. Right, but like so, fa- so well, where Batman I the was, animated series was in there too. So Batman the animated series for me was the last show of Fox Afternoon uh, before they started playing like Full House reruns or whatever. Uh, it, it, I think it was on four thirty. It was the last animation of the day. But at least in Spartanburg, where I grew up, we had Power Rangers on at seven o'clock in the morning. And uh, the 630 show, uh, if you were lucky enough to catch it, was bonkers. Um, bonkers. Yeah, totally nuts. So again, gang, when Miles and I were were going to bring back the Maury nerd, we were really going to focus it all 100 percent on syndicated television. Um, yep. Which. Again, this is just one of those weird things that like right now you cannot put out. Two different properties about the same original ip at the same time because they're they would compete with each other it would they would eat each other's lunch it would be this this whole thing but when you when when you were growing up in the 90s when we did you didn't have delayed watching unless you made sure to record it onto a vhs tape you just had what you had and you watched what you could watch it's why i watched sailor moon it's why i watched taxi do you guys remember the show taxi (laughs) i loved that show i had no reason to watch taxi as a a, a 11 year old but it was on so i watched it and i think that's kind of true of 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 these two shows that were able to weirdly coexist and some people only watched one miles watched one i watched the other some people i'm sure watched both um I, I you know I wasn't one of them, but that that's just sort of this is such a weird thing of this particular time. And it's honestly the only time I can ever think of that has had multiple iterations of something out new at the same time. Um, I I I want to say that Mario did. So Mario, because I remember turning on and seeing Super Mario World and also the Super Mario three show 
But I think the Super Mario 3 show is reruns. I don't. Because mm, they were both kept. I, I, I don't, I don't they know. Were both I, I feel like. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think this is post Albano. Um, I'm not a hundred percent. Yeah, because there was the Adventures of Sonic, of Super Mario Bros. Three, that was different, and uh, yeah, had a different Mario, and it came on. It came after the Super Mario Bros. Super Show, and I don't know. So this is one of the ones that was shown in the Captain N block. So I feel like World. Let's see. This aired from. 1990 world i think came out like the next year yeah 91 mm. but but like these were all syndicated constantly so i remember seeing those two mario shows all of the time i think technically adventures of sonic came out first if i'm I not mistaken it, i think so according to this adventures of sonic's first episode aired september 6th 1993 and regular Sonic or regular Sonic Sonic the Hedgehog came out the September proper Sonic hmm, September 18th 1993 oh just a week uh so six versus 18th so like or two weeks two weeks at most and it, but again that's uh, wild but again I, one was seemingly daily and the other one was weekly is the other thing that I'm I'm kind of finding that makes sense. So, yeah, September 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th, 20th, so on, so forth. So that's why that's again, if you watch these shows back to back, they're going to feel like they came out of different times. But they didn't. <laughs> they came out of the same time, just with very different budgets. <laughs> yeah, and I, I will say, even though I don't really care for Adventures of Sonic, I think of a lot of the video game adaptations, I think that both shows in their own way hit the core of the games better than a lot of the video game adaptations, certainly better than the Captain Captain N stuff. Sure. For the sure. Mario stuff was always a little odd. I mean, when you talk about like things that became the basis of where the franchise would go, I think a lot of Mario 64 it, the DNA is, is certainly in those cartoons. Well, and, and this is where, again, we talk about why we wanted to watch Sonic the Hedgehog specifically and 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 less why I wanted I forced Miles to watch any of Adventures of Sonic is that this is the evolution. We have games that have stories in in the 80s when we had Captain N and the Super Mario Brothers Super Show and the Legend of Zelda uh, cartoons and things like that. But they were mostly stories that might have borrowed little bits and pieces from from the game universe. In this case, we really see things that are very close to the kinds of stuff that you would see in the game, the, though, though the American Deke team wrote the story Bible. You can see elements of that story Bible that are getting adapted into comics and then getting adapted into stuff for the games. It's not exact, but the fact that you have, you know, new games coming out that are being referenced, you look at Sonic Spinball and you're going to you, Sonic Spinball looks very much like the style of Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon. Um, 
it, it, it is that kind of that kind of era. And it's just that growth. And that is even more in depth now where you have entire marketing teams that are directly tasked with making sure that this matches this and story Bibles and, you know, uh, uh, canon officers and things like that to make sure that you have everything matching up with what's supposed to be going on uh, in these games and shows. And, and that's and, and this is really where we start to see the seeds of that being planted uh, that we wouldn't really get to see blossom for for probably another 10 years. Yeah, and I mean. That that's I mean, I think it's why I really stuck with Sonic over Mario for the most part. I mean, I, I've played every Mario game, but like I being a Sega kid, Sonic was just. Always my preferred like franchise. And so when when the franchise went the way it did in the in the mid aughts with uh, the infamous Sonic 2006, <laughs> uh, which did I mean, it did irreparable damage to the franchise because people still talk about the franchise just being in dire straits when it only really had one actual bad game. Like Son of the Black Knight is passable, but every other game afterwards is pretty fun. There's like, a, there even is, if it's not a, if it's not classics, it's not bad. There is the one where Sonic turns into a were hedgehog. Yeah, it's a fun game. <laughs> Sonic well, I Unleashed. I, I, had a, I had a blast with it. And we're like, about to get a brand new one uh, coming out. Very Sonic soon. Frontiers. Yeah, um, I'm curious about it. I don't have the highest hopes, but I mean, that might be the expectation I need to have. I mean, I'm always down to play a Sonic game and I always will be. I mean, Sonic is one of those franchises, whether it be the game or or other media that I'm just always going to give a shot. I mean, it's it it would be like, you know, it's the same with Batman. You know, I'm always going to give a Batman thing a shot, even if I'm not excited. I mean, look, I have whatever the opposite of hype is for Joker two. I, I have that a thousandfold, <laughs> uh, but I'm still probably going to see that stupid movie when it comes out. <laughs> Well, speaking of stupid movies when they come out, let's wrap up our conversation of Sonic the Hedgehog and the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog and talk about what we are doing next week. You like that transition, Miles? I did. It was a good one. I thought I was proud of it personally. Uh, So apologies in advance, but I'm going to be at a little thing called Dragon Con for the rest of the week. Um, as you hear this, uh, if you're listening to it brand new, I will be, you know, going to a hotel and getting my kids taken care of. So I'm going to be extremely busy, but that does not mean we're not going to have a show next week. No, what we are going to do is we're going to do a little a little look as we transition out of summer and into fall with what is coming the rest of this year across different nerd properties, the stuff we get to look forward to, the stuff we get to kind of uh, wait to get our, our teeth sunk into. And some of it's going to be games and some of it's going to be movies and some of it's going to be shows and some of it's going to be books. There's a book I'm real excited about in October that I cannot wait for. And I cannot wait to talk about it as we get some release dates uh, that are of course tentative because it's 2022 and, Nothing is set in stone. 
So that's what we are going to do next week. Uh, if you would like to reach out to us, you can find us at themoreynerd.com. You can tweet to us at themoreynerd and you can go to facebook.com slash themoreynerd and you can email us themoreunerd at gmail.com. That's themoreunerd at gmail.com. So until next time, we're going to end the show as we always do with a rousing nerd. Out. Out. Chili dog.